Ozil puts one up. Seville go header. Go! I mean, he takes it on one foot and he slaps it home on the other one. Hey everybody, welcome to Views from the Bridge, the podcast about your still somehow in some way, shape, or form first place in the Eastern Conference uh, of the MLS Philadelphia Union. I am your host, as mathematically, statistically proven most of the time, uh, Evan Valella, joined by three people sure? who will probably give me sure? shit for that intro. Introducing first to give me some barbs, uh, Chuck, mm, yeah, we'll do Chuck, but Chuck, how's it going? Chuck? Gosh, you- don't, don't even know if you want to introduce me anymore. I, well, who, you know, because I'm afraid you? of what people are going to say about me. So, that's that. Um, Confronting my fears one person at a time. I mean, yep. I'd say Justin's catching up to you in the host of most of the it's time. True. It's true. And and you know what? If there was one other person that I'd want to host this podcast to try to keep it on the rails some way, shape, or form, it would certainly be uh, Justin Ashcraft. How's it going, bud? What's up? Welcome back. Thanks for having me. On my own podcast. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Speaking of people on my own podcast, I I made a mistake with, with Paul Catrino Jr., but he's here. I love you too, buddy. You're the best. Thanks, man. Anytime. I appreciate it. It's so Sorry, great I'm to hear salty. your voice again. The Philadelphia Union got beat quite badly against Montreal. Boys, we're, uh, we're going to talk about it. Um, 4 nothing loss off the back of two braces. The Philadelphia Union continue being terrible in uh, in Quebec and uh, and get shown up. Well, I mean, I get, mm, no one I no we'll one has a good it. time in Quebec. I had a great time when I was in Montreal a couple years ago. Matter of fact, it's a wonderful city. Yeah, but did you play soccer? No, but we went to a game there. Saw the Union lose to the Montreal Impact. Uh, <laughs> did see did see Adam Niem's first team debut. Ah, in fact, <laughs> uh, yeah. Throwback indeed. Now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, boys, your, your initial takeaways from this game, uh, bonus points are given if you don't just say Ray Gattis is bad. I just want to okay. start off by saying Ray Gattis yeah, is Paul. bad. Okay, great. No bonus points awarded to Paul. I think Chuck gets a bonus point on the technicality for naming the entire back line. <laughs> I won't disagree with. Um, Justin, do you have an opening thought perhaps worth... Uh, more than one bonus point that you can use to redeem for a new right back at some point? Uh, I mean, Harris Madunian is still a pretty good soccer player. Yeah, no, well, he is. I'll allow it. I mean, uh, gentlemen, hopefully the three bonus points we've accrued there have earned us RJ Allen in the starting 11 next week. Nope. Okay. Never. If well, this doesn't earn RJ Allen, um, can we, like, just crowdfund kidnapping Regattis? Can we crowdfund giving the Coach of the Season award to Matias Almeida? Well, that's already done. Okay, like, great. He's earned it yeah. way more than anyone else. It's true. This was Jim Curtin's battle to lose for Coach of the Year, and he's losing it right now. He's doing a great job. so very, very stubborn 
with his choice at that position. I mean, in most positions, to be honest. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's three players that would have taken out of this starting lineup pretty easily that I actually could have taken out of the starting lineup. Yeah, and it also... One being Ray... One being Ray Gaddis, mm-hmm. two being Brendan Aronson, mm-hmm. and three being either Casper Shabilko or Fafa Pico. I would lean more towards Pico because Shabilko actually had a couple chances on net. Just Evan Bush was kind of like standing on his head a bit. Um, definitely had a good game, but uh, yeah, you're right. I, I don't think Aronson necessarily thrive in that position, and he's getting so worn down to the point where. Him playing in that homegrown game today was just beyond stupid. Because the kid's just not going to catch a break. And. Yeah. It's, and it's not looking great, Bob. Another week. Another week that um, Anthony Fontana's the only midfielder to truly make a difference on the defensive Seriously. end, winning two of the entire midfield's five tackles. Ooh, nice. It's spicy. Just without Montero and Craval, this mm-hmm. just the midfield is getting run through like a freight train. Yeah, because um, it's three old guys and an academy kid. A tired one at that. Like yeah. at least at the beginning of the season, he had energy and was at right. least um, dealing with um, def- like tackling players just because he was moving faster than anyone else. But right. Now that everyone's caught up, it's just not working. Yeah, you pass it around five or six times in the midfield and you force him to go back and forth. He's kind of already gassed by the time he needs to start tracking back on the defensive side. I mean, like Justin was saying, Harris Madunia has been pretty good at covering himself defensively despite the fact Mm -hmm. that their best midfielder is out of the rotation. That the left back and the right back choice this week we're not necessarily going to help him out to begin with. He couldn't just sit mm. back in between the center backs like he normally does and kind of just delegate when he wants to go for a tackle, when he's trying to make an interception. You know, this this high-pressing team can't function if they don't have their best-pressing midfielder in Jumeiro Montero. Like, this is the only way this team is going to succeed going down down the line and into the playoffs, which... I still think they're a playoff team. I still think this roster is good enough to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But, my God, they have a couple yeah. issues they got to work out. I, okay. I I don't know, like, how out of shape do we think Andrew Wooten is that we haven't really seen him yet? I mean... Is that what it is? Like, what's yeah, the, it's got to be. Like, where's the issue in plugging him in, especially when your offense, like, Casper Spilko has, uh, like, three shots on target, or sorry, three shots in his last three games. Over, and, and mind you, he played 90 minutes all three of those games. And if, if you're not going to do the high press, you might as yeah. well put Vooten in, because at least he can do multiple things at a forward position. And which can kind of compliment Casper a well, little like bit. You at least tell him to go out and take a shot. You know, bring him in in the 60th minute and go. If you're 20 yards out, green light. Who cares? Yeah, because he's shown that he can score from you know 
But even like even Multiple. if <laughs> even if it was like I don't know uh, Corey Burke's second cousin, and you're sixty minutes in and you're down by two goals or whatever, or three goals, you just go. You know what? We're down by three. Pad your stats. Get a couple shots off. Go from there. I mean, to be fair, Elsino tried to tee people up for that. Yeah, he was a, he yeah. was drawing in defenders so that they have runners who are behind him just kind of running into space. It's like, oh, look, I got two guys on me. Bloop. I'm just going to push it back to you real quick. Now do your job. Yeah. And no one did their job. It, it, I mean, I don't understand the lack of ambition when it comes to shooting. Because you watch these guys when they're training before the game, and they do the one-touch thing. They start in the middle of their own half, they pass the ball once, it's laid off to them before they get into the 18, and they rip a freaking shot. And now most of the time, these professionals are getting clean looks when the ball is laid off to them outside of the box. Especially if you have forwards or attacking midfielders who are drawing in as many defenders as Il Signo can. But, like, just rip one. I don't care if you sail it, man. Mm. We'll talk crap on your technique. At least you made an effort to put your team back in the game. Instead of trying to do, you know, one-two passes all the way through when your team's just simply not equipped to do so with the current roster. Mm. It... it Mm. Frustration. General frustration. It is resounding. <laughs> I am I am upset. And for once in my life, I'm upset on not hospital medication. I am back to full health. Wait. I have for Yes, no, most of my for life. For once in your life? Yes. Yes. I have lived all the other times you've been on like <laughs> hospital. Yes, I have lived a hardened uh, life. And Matt online? Yes, Evan. My life has been a series of in and out of what'd you do this time. But now I'm thinking clearer than ever, and I see the glaring issues with what is in front of me. Okay. All right. Next week uh, I'll post my medical records so you can all see how. I don't need those either, really. It's fine. I appreciate the offer, but I, I don't think that's something that's necessary for the It's a long read. Public. I'm sure it is, buddy. Um the jokes I have there are many. Uh guys, we're gonna um we're gonna give out a golden concise only because I uh, I for once in my life did a little homework and uh, I'd like to talk about it uh in a classroom presentation. Um so let's give out that golden concise now. Okay. Why don't you start the presentation? Uh, well, I, I mean, I want to give the Golden Consenso to one of two people, and they can split it this week. Uh, Ray Gaddis for existing, or Jim Curtin for putting him in the lineup? Mm, that's a tough one. Yeah. yeah, there's my two nominees this week. I'm going to I'm gonna say it's on Jim, because you should know better. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give it to Ray, because I don't feel like he cares. I, I just don't. There's nothing out there that shows me that he cares right now. And, like, obviously he's an athlete. He cares. Sure. He's whatever. That's it's a Katrina like hot take right there, baby. But it, there there were multiple times in this game where mm-hmm. he is not following runners. He's not 
Especially on that stupid but, breakaway. Like, does he have oh, the you posted the gif of it. Yes, yes. No. When you have two steps on the guy and you finish basically in the same position as the guy jogging, then obviously running, you would have kept up with him. You would have kept up with him. But he was jogging. It looked like he was jogging. That was the we're down three nothing and I don't care anymore, so I'm just gonna jog. I know the people at home can't see it, but I'm showing you all on the screen right now how much of a step that Ray Gaddis had on his runner. He's got a he's got at least two steps. You're not showing us anything now. Yeah, now that's just your phone. (laughs) I am just the worst at the. There you go. There we are. You tweeted. We see it. Tweeted the picture, Paul. You could have just plugged your Twitter. It's it's truly see the screen cap I took. It's truly one of the worst examples of it's so late in the game, what's the point if it's 3 nothing or 4 nothing? Mm. And Ray Gaddis doesn't finish his run. Or go well, for it. Well, goal difference might matter at the end of the season, so... We'll find out. That's the difference. And if that's on Ray Gaddis, between us being the fourth seed and a fifth seed, <laughs> that boy is not going to be on this roster come next year. Because this has a city, spot for life, Paul. No, 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 no. This city needs a home <laughs> playoff game. All right. No, Paul. They are I'm sitting. Not, I'm not like. I'm not like disagreeing with you. I'm just stating you a fact, and it's that Ray Gaddis <laughs> will be on this team until the sun explodes. I, I don't think so. I genuinely. He don't. might be the cause of the sun exploding when we shoot him into it. <laughs> Justin, would would that be me inferring that your pick for this week's Golden Kinsasa is maybe in fact Ray Gaddis? It sounds like yeah, you already, already said it. He's I a did smart already guy. say I mean, that. You know, whatever. I, just, I like. I mean, but I agree with you about Jim too, because to take uh, you have a right back rest, that's very much rested, experience. Well, and in the middle of the game, to take your rested left back yeah. off the field and keep your tired right back on the field instead of taking your tired right back off the field for Andrew Wooten. I don't understand that. Sure. Especially when Matt Rial has been playing center back for the past 15 weeks at Bethlehem. Yeah. yeah, if there was ever a time to go to a back three and get Ray off the field, it's when you're forced to have Matt Rial on the field who can adapt to that kind of system. Mm. Mm. I, 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 mm, frustration. Yeah. Hey, Chuck, Chuck, yeah, Chuck, who do you want to give your award to? (laughs) See, this is tough because Mm -hmm. after a game like this, I'd much prefer to give it to the entire team. Um, We don't have the funds to give it to the entire team. Our our trophy budget is really, really... Let me have my long-winded explanation to who I'm giving it to and why. I I gave the representative from Maryland the floor. Please let him speak. <laughs> Let's not go into that part of this week. Have they not been through enough? <laughs> but I can't give it to a single member of the back line because they were all bad. I can't give it to Brendan Aronson because he shouldn't have been playing in this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it to the forward that actually didn't take a shot in this game, and that's Fafa Pico. Yay! I I agree. Deserved. Slow feet don't eat, but people that don't shoot don't. Damn it! How do you deliver as a forward <laughs> do if you don't take a that? shot? I. You literally how? just had to say, people who don't shoot don't score. 
how do I miss that? How did Pico not get a shot off against Montreal? How are you going to miss a shot if you don't take a shot? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take? I'm pretty sure a fictional ball said that one time. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Guys, uh, the question I have. Well, the the thing I'm, I'm mulling over. At this point last year, the Philadelphia Union were in seventh place. Uh, they had ten games remaining. They won six. They drew twice. They lost three times. It's 20 points out of a possible 30. Their magic number is 24, I think. Last time I saw it, it was 24. It might have changed. I'll double check. Yeah, you've got DC twice. You've got Houston. You've got Chicago. You've got Atlanta. You've got Los Angeles. You've got Red Bull. You've got San Jose, you've got Columbus, and you've got New York City. Uh, I think they need to do something close to that to stay where they are. I don't think they need to be that close to make the playoffs. But, I mean, how are we feeling? Well, the magic number with, is 25. This You're very close. 25. All right. So it's a little worse than I thought. It's a draw worse than I thought it was. Yeah. Which is huge. It could, could be. Um, how do we feel with this roster, with this lineup, with this supposed depth, uh, which doesn't mean anything if we don't use it, but I digress, uh, when last year a team went from seventh to, you know, what, getting into the playoffs? Finishing sixth. So they moved up a spot last year to make it to the knockout run. Uh, this are you asking? Like, what are you asking? I'm, I'm asking, you... where does this team finish, or are we confident that they can stay like top four? Yes. Okay. If they're sure. playing this lineup right now, yeah. they're going Sorry. down to four <laughs> or five. They need they need that little boy running in the midfield like a maniac, and they need Kai Wagner back if they're going to do anything to try to stay up there. Um. If Montero's healthy, if Wagner doesn't absolutely crack someone's skull, and Aronson can actually get some decent rest, you get Vooten in and out of some games, I think top three is reasonable. I think New York City and Atlanta definitely have the upper hand when it comes to the Eastern Conference right now. But I don't think we're we're a worse team than Montreal. I think we just got destroyed with what we had available to us and certainly not at full health um i think we're a better team than montreal i think we just got smacked in the face this past week and you have only ever won twice in montreal by the way okay still think they're a better team seven losses one draw i mean i i just think they're i think the union are incapable of playing in at least two places and one of them is montreal and one of them is yankee stadium no one does good in Yankee Stadium. Well, I, I know Joe you can good, but I mean, it's <laughs> a good stadium. But My I think Lord. it's weird that they're that bad at Statsuputo or the Olympic Stadium, I guess, if we're including the all-time record. I just don't think I'd see this team falling that far, right? Like, so last, you know, two weeks ago, we lose to Salt Lake 4 to nothing, and we, we didn't, but the... 
the Philadelphia Union Twitter sphere had these same conversations of like, mm-hmm. oh, this team's falling off, it's bad, blah, 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 blah. We come back the next week, have an okay, not great, but okay performance and win 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. I think this week we go into Montreal, a place we don't play well, as you said, mm-hmm. and we lose 4 to nothing. Like, I would not be surprised at all to see us bounce back and win 2 nothing on Sunday night. Yeah, because we, we kind of discussed this in the middle of the season to an extent that we knew that it wasn't going to be just this team's going to win every game. Like, we knew there was going to be a lull of some kind. And statistically, this is when it comes. It comes in the middle of the summer when you have depleted legs, you have rotational issues, and those are things that can be solved by a very good coach but we're not sure if we have a very good coach yet. Because he doesn't have anything past a single playoff game's experience. Chuck looks miserable right now. What is what is Chuck Yeah, what's thinking? going on, baby? Talk to me. Guys, I'm scared. <laughs> um, I also, also, I will say, just because I didn't remember when it was, so I looked it up real quick, that friendly against Pumas is the 7th of September. If they don't play, oh my god, if they play more than three starters in that game, I'm gonna. (laughs) My face will explode. I'll be be back in the hospital with, like, internal hemorrhaging. Yeah, you'll try to get into a car accident. (sighs) Oh man, that's. that's, Um, Why? I just recovered. Okay, I'm out so of my brace. Let's not go off the back, back to the schedule. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, New England, in way down in seventh place, yeah. are now only six points behind the Union with a game in hand. Yeah. Say what you want about, like, New England on the season, but they have been better since Bruce Arena came in. They've been brilliant. Looking at the Union schedule, I can only definitively see three wins remaining in this last ten. There's one. Wait, where's your third? Um, Actually, what are your three? I'm curious. One of the D.C. games. Okay. Houston, because they still don't travel well. Okay. And hopefully Columbus. I don't like going to Chicago in that game. But they're not great, man. They're not, but neither <laughs> are the Union on the road, so... That's fair. All right. Okay. Um, I mean, it could very easily be four, but mm-hmm. the Union don't have much room to slip up. I, I don't think that they're going to end up in a situation where they miss out on playoffs. No. But, like, Red Bulls could... Very easily pit them for top four. Yeah. I think... And if they don't get top four, this season's basically a failure without a trophy. No? (laughs) No. I'm going to land on no. I understand where you're coming from, and I feel like if you land outside of the top four after you just gave your coach a contract extension, I don't know if he really earned it. 
especially given you actually gave him reinforcements for the first time in Check's Watch ever. Um, but, like, back-to-back playoff appearances for the first time in club history is not something to discredit. If you get and I know in the that, first round? Not at Back-to-back home. playoff appearances for the first time in the field of UD history is not something to discredit. And I know it would probably feel like you'd be congratulating the players and, like, Ernst Tanner and the other front office people for that over the coach that kind of bottled it, but you still did it two years in a row, and it can build on that. That's... If it's a home game, that's a little weird. It'd be, it'd be backing in two years in a row. Yeah, well, this year especially would be backing in. But, like, why are we setting the bar so very low for a club that has actually shown ambition? Flashes this, of brilliance. Yeah, flashes they of brilliance, can. ambition. They have because a competent general Because we're really worried about the other teams that they have to play the rest of the year. And I, I really appreciate that that Atlanta game is at home. But, like, well, and the LAFC one, for that matter. Um, but... I you there's if you get a point out of Los Angeles Football Club that's a but you know great you, result you knew you had this schedule all year uh huh um, and, and then you scheduled Pumas well and then you bottled your easy run of the season yeah yes. yeah like if if this was the stretch that we were gonna pull away a little bit this was it but in typical Union fashion you know that there's always gonna be a lull in performances because. We don't have a coach who believes in genuine squad rotation, despite the fact that he has weapons at numerous positions that he can utilize. That said, I'm not, I'm not considering this a success if we finish outside the top four and we bow out of the playoffs. I don't give a company bleep about back-to-back playoff performances. Uh, That's like setting the bar at a consolation trophy for a JV team. Like, no, this is a professional club that is at the top of the table right now, and I'm genuinely only nervous about two other teams in our conference That's fair. when it comes to rost- the way a roster has been built. Not to mention, now that Tanner has the ability to see what's really wrong with this lineup, next year the bar's going to be even higher. And I don't want that bar that's higher next year to be Let's hope we make it to the Eastern Conference semifinals. Mm. Like, screw that. No. <laughs> Justin, you were going to interject at some point, and I believe be a little Posadelphian on us. So. Yeah, I mean, so I think it's like I think it's hard for me to think about the last part of the schedule and say, sure. okay, we lost, we just lost this game for nothing. Like, we're gonna we're gonna bottle the rest of the season. I don't. I just don't think that's the reality i think we've seen this team lose games in the past and always bounce back and typically have a pretty good game the next game and so i don't think that there's i don't think this is though this game looked like it i don't think this is the philadelphia teams of old that are going to go on a run at the end of the season here and lose five out of the last ten i just don't think that that's going to be what happens over the next couple months i think what I mean, but it is hard as a Union fan to kind of look at this end of the season schedule and go, ah, oh, I don't know, can we compete against NYCFC? Can we compete against, you know, and it's like, it's hard to think that way because of our past, because of the way this Union team has been over the past. But say we get Montiero back in two weeks, say we get Sergio Santos back in two weeks, 
say we get Mbizo back in two weeks and Ray Gaddis goes field. down, or Wooten finds the field. Um, like, say we actually finally start Fontana a game and give Aronson a week or two off. Like, yeah. I think that there could be some really good things that happen, and that's on Jim Curtin to figure out. And I don't know if he can. I don't know if he will because it hasn't seemed like, you know, so many times in this podcast we said, if R.J. Allen doesn't start next week, if Andrew Wooten doesn't start next week, all of that we've said. But if Curtin can figure this out over the last ten games, we have the talent to compete with almost anybody in the MLS. If that Fabian finds his gear ever. Which we, but we've been seeing that a little bit. Like we've seen, yeah. but like not to the extent of, that you need to, though. No, but no, there's no, still no, games no, no. left. This is, you're right, Justin. This is not a typical Philadelphia Union team where they're built so thinly that you're going, who the hell can we put in here that's going to turn this around? Like there are people we can put in that can turn this around. It's our our 70th minute sub is not Marcus Epps. Yeah. Put it that way. Well, don't all. Oh my god. I mean, you, you shed were more a tear for Marcus I. Epps. Um, I did. He had to go play for Red Bull, Paul. Because that's so bad. Yeah. That was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> you see why you uh, don't do the stand up comedy in this podcast group. Shots fired. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm glad, I'm glad Marcus Epps is making a salary. I don't know what you want me to say. Um, anyway, yeah, all I'm saying mm-hmm. is I just don't think we're at a place that we've been for the past couple of years. Though, Chuck, I mean, you make good points. There are some scary, there's some scary realities that could happen over the next couple of years. I mean, the good thing is if the union are able to somehow get through this part of the schedule unscathed, they've already played the playoffs. Literally. True. Yeah. Like, they've shown their own against the teams that they're going to most likely come up against in the first round. Like, DC, mm. DC doesn't really bother me that much. Not, not as much It'll as It'll be these. interesting to see what happens with Atlanta, only because they're openly revolting against their head coach in Orlando right now. So they're, You know what? There, there are a lot of other teams in MLS... They're a lot worse off than the Union are right now. Mm-hmm. This is un- this is a phase that is just beginning with the Philadelphia Union, and I know that people have the expectation, especially after a loss like this, that it's going to end bad. But you are set up for a pretty sustainable future with the current roster buildup, with a current GM who con- mm-hmm. has a general idea of what he's doing. We've been pretty positive. About Tanner's moves so far. Yeah, I'd say more than a general idea. Yeah. I was being a little, yeah. a, a little <laughs> generous with that. Even with the, even with the comments about Fabian too, it did take Dodgeball like a half a season to find his like footing in MLS, and then we were like, oh, he's the best assist person the Union have ever had. So yeah, who was that guy that we said he was better than anyway? <laughs> yeah. So I think like we have, uh, I mean I think with the injuries and everything else that happened with Fabian, I'm not giving up on that. I'm still not giving up nah. on that. I mean we can't afford to. You're right, but he needs he does need to be better. But I think he will be better by the end of the season. He's gonna play lights out against Pumas. 
Shut your face. He's gonna be like, oh, sick, I'm back at Shiva's. The worst thing is the fact that I was so hoping that the Union would actually make it through the entire season without, without playing the meaningless friendly, friendly yeah. in the middle of the season. I know, I was really excited too. I was but like, oh, there's no way they can do it now. Oh, nope, just kidding. Right. They've found a way. We'll see. Anyway. Uh, how do we end these? Well, we do have a listener question, I believe. Oh, we do? Brilliant. Brilliant. Is that yeah. so? Yeah. Uh, one second. I, also, I, I didn't get a chance it, to give out my consensus, uh-huh. so while Chuck oh, sorry, it up, I'll give a very long-winded description. Great. In the That's beginning, the oh, there was oh Ray Gaddis gets my consensus. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Chuck. Um, is the listening question we all... someone asking Paul where they can get their refund from the box office after his stand-up? Um, Ooh, jokes on you! No one had to pay for Ray it. Gattis. Oh, well, yeah. Um, from JLock936. Yeah. Will it come down to Tanner having to trade Gaddis <laughs> in order for Curtin to exclude him from the lineup? I uh, love it! I mean. It sure feels that way, doesn't it, JLock? It sure feels yes, that way. Yes, it does. If they crash out of the first round, trade Jim and Ray to oh. the LA Galaxy. Uh, for, the their, for their imaginary fourth designated player spot that they think that well, they have. Uh, and then don't use it if you're the Philadelphia Union. Well, because why would you? Trade them to um, RSL for Mike Petke's suspension. Um, I would love I mean, Mike Petke in the Philadelphia Union. He might be about to get cancelled. So, um, realistically, we'll the out. island of Union Castos right now is Chicago. So Yeah, Velco. They, they're going to be in need of a new coach. The Velco experiment. I mean, I still, yeah. Danny Alves is still looking for a job. So. Ooh. Ooh. Guys, there is a huge list of free yeah. agents who have not signed contracts yet. Like, yeah, it's, I, you know what? Gareth Bale, Philadelphia Union head coach. No. Yeah, because clearly, clearly he can't play anymore, right? Yeah. No. If, if they're trying to offload him to China for yeah. free. Yeah. Guys, you got Danny Alves, Danny Welbeck, yeah. Danny Sturridge, Juan Fry, <laughs> Fernando Llorente. Three daddies in a row. <laughs> Danny, Danny, Llorente Donnie. would actually yeah. be a Daniel, my brother. Lorente? Yeah. yeah. Llorente, Balotelli, Frank Ribery, Claudio Marchisio, <laughs> Gary Cahill. Okay, how how deep are you going to go what? on this list, Paul? Hatim Ben Arfa. Oh, oh We're getting there. We're scraping the barrel. <laughs> Nemanja Radoha. I don't know okay. the rest of these. Oh, <laughs> Connor, you say, you say general, we're scraping general, the barrel. General but. consensus is maybe you need to be hopped up on metal. Um, on... Oh, Hospital meant more. You curtained it. Yeah. Uh, well, everybody, if you made it this far, uh, thank you for listening to Views from the Bridge. You can follow us on Twitter at VFTBPod. And I'm going to be the guy that gets to say I host the most because I still haven't screwed up the uh, the acronym. So Your day will Do come. That.
I guess. I haven't screwed up the acronym either, so... Well, then we're just going to duke it out until one of us gets it wrong. <laughs> Tune in next week where Justin and I just continuously go back and forth play, saying VFTB until one of us messes up to assert their dominance. <laughs> they're going to say it so much that it's going to sound wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to get yeah. to the 20th time. It's like, this is right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, at VFTB Pod, give us a follow, send us questions. I don't know. Uh, until then, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys after we beat Maybe somebody next week. <laughs> Go watch Andre Blake in the All Star game. What, what a whimper to end the podcast with. Yep, going out like a lamb, baby. Night, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge, a Philadelphia Union podcast. We can keep doing this through the help of our sponsors. The first, Roughneck Scarves. Roughneck Scarves is the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. The other, Golden Gold Press. Golden Gold Press is the best choice for you to get custom shirts, hats, mugs, and other items for just yourself or your organization. Go check out their amazing products at a fraction of the price of other places at goldengoldpress.com. Thanks to our network of soccer podcasts, the Beautiful Game Network. For your soccer news, opinions, and content, visit us at bgn.fm. Lastly, you can find us at VFTB Pod on the Twitter and BGN.fm slash views from the bridge with hyphens on the web. You can also find us wherever you consume your podcast to iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Go hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Thank you so much.